We've all had what we considered failure in most of our lives. Sometimes they've kept us stuck for many years only because we couldn't find any gifts in those failures. In this episode 39 of our Love Made Easy podcast, we're taking a fresh look at failure and how to find the gifts when we just can't seem to find them. Hi, we're Susie and Otto Collins from SusieandOtto.com and welcome to the Love Made Easy podcast where we believe no one should have to struggle to have the love they want. Love is unlimited and it's already inside you waiting to be released and fully expressed. We believe nothing is more important than love. And in this podcast and all the podcast episodes we released, we're all about helping you open to having all the love you could ever want and helping you let go of any limitations that keep you from experiencing love as fully, deeply, and completely as possible. And now, here's today's episode of Love Made Easy. So, Otto, we're talking today about finding the gifts of failure in love and life. And I think we ought to start with what does what 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 does failure mean? Yeah, failure well failure we we make up what failure means. Mm-hmm. Something that one person in life may think of as a huge success, another person may think as a terrible failure. I remember uh talking to one person who was really excited because they had amassed in their world a huge amount of money uh, in, in their investments, which was like, I don't know, twenty-five dollars or $30,000. And then it wasn't that long later, I was talking to somebody else at a party, and they were pretty upset because they felt like they were behind on their retirement, and they had about 3 or $4 million. And so failure... You know, I'm talking there about money, but failure in love, failure in life, failure as a parent, failure in a lot of things. Mm. I mean, we we totally make up what failure is, and then we start passing all these judgments about ourselves that determines, in, in a lot of cases, our happiness in life. Well, sure, and we can hang on to these for years and years and years. Without, I have. Yeah, yeah without seeing any any reason any gift i mean you know like like i can just hear people say yeah what's a gift in a failure yeah 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 but you know i think in our podcast we're we want you to um just kind of take a step out of the emotion of the failure and look at maybe what could be a gift can you do you have an example well, there's lots of examples in my life, and I just want to I just want to expand on what you're okay. saying for just a moment because what can happen is if you can see beyond the pain, if you can see beyond the frustration, the disappointment, the hurt, the disillusion of whatever you think of as a failure in life, and you can actually look and and see maybe what might have been a gift. It literally can change your whole world. It, it has mine because there have, been, there have been times in my life where I've looked at situations where I've been in my judgment, my judgment of myself, my judgment of myself as a failure. 
And, and then, you know, once I was actually willing or able to see something new about that situation, it didn't look like I was such a failure. And I actually saw something new about it. And I saw, I, I literally saw the gift in it. And seeing the gift is the thing that brings you the freedom. The freedom and also the openness to try new things, expand on new things, and open yourself to new possibilities when maybe you couldn't or wouldn't be able to see them in the past. So a gift can be a new direction that we go in, uh, a forgiveness of ourselves. It can be um, some some new adventure, some new opportunity, some new new way of seeing whatever it is that happened that we consider a failure. A gift could be freedom from the pain of being stuck in limbo in your life. Mm-hmm. I mean, there there've been plenty of occasions where I've seen people that were either uh people that I've known as friends or acquaintances, people that I've worked with as coaching clients where they were absolutely stuck and they couldn't see their way into something new. And then when you see something new, that's when miracles can absolutely happen. Because when you really focus on being a failure in whatever, you know, with relationships, in relationships, or, or um, in job, in money, in, in health, in whatever... Uh, you are focusing on what did not work at one time in your life. And you're living that in your present life. Yeah, and and that can seem so real to people. Mm -hmm. It can seem like such a thing like this is permanent. Like like it becomes, we talk about this a lot on this podcast and on our blog and the articles we write and so forth. But the moment that something becomes fixed in your mind. Concrete. Concrete, meaning you can't change it. Meaning this is the way I am or this is the way, you know, this is who I am. This is the way I am or this is the way that things are. Then, my goodness, then it's it's over at that point because then once you've decided that something is the way it is or you are the way you are then it, nothing's going to change because then you're living out of that reality so uh, you said it's over what's over well what's over is being able to to see into and move into a new possibility mm mm-hmm. So as an example, if you uh, haven't had the love that you want, if you are seeing as an example as, well, I failed at this and it was so painful that I'm not willing to try again, then I, I think love is, I mean, if you've truly made that decision, love's over for you. And then there's other people who've had the same or very similar situation happened and they have said, oh my goodness, that was so awful. That was so terrible. I'm not going to let that happen again. I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to learn from that and and, uh, do it differently. Literally, that was how it was for me 
about love and about relationships. Mm-hmm. I would, you know, if you've listened to this podcast for a while, you've read our blogs and and studied our work for a while, you know that uh, I was married to somebody else before Susie for fifteen years. Susie and I, as of the time we're doing this podcast, we've been together. What is it? Twenty four years, married mm-hmm. twenty two now, and that you know, it it very easily could have been a way that I saw the world as, okay, this relationship didn't work. Now it's over for me. I'll never have the love that I want. But what I did was I said to myself, okay, this isn't working and this didn't work. Now I'm going to use this as an opportunity to see how to have the love I want, how to create the love I want, and that I, I said about that as my intention, and it was really a decision that I made. This okay, I'm not going to settle for anything less than what it is is truly possible. And then I went on to create something wonderful and beautiful and magical with you, Susie. Yeah, and I think that that goes to the point of not focusing on the failure. You're exactly right. Um, that that you and and me too you know uh my my first marriage ended and uh it, it, if i focused on that as a failure and mm. not opening to okay so that ended now what do i want and how do i want to be with somebody in a relationship and I, I think that that's what we did from the very beginning is how do we want to be together and build on what's possible rather than uh, the failure of our relationships. And, uh, you know, not that the the past didn't leak in, <laughs> you know, it always it can, of course. Um, but I think... If your focus is on what do I want and possibilities, then you you can find you know a, a new uh, feeling of like you said freedom and love. And uh, I, I think uh, going to uh, an example of failure. Uh, I mean, you know, we we both felt like okay, our first marriage is you know. They they were they were considered failures, but there were so many gifts there. And another failure that that I felt in my life was how I handled my mother's dementia, and how I wasn't uh, totally honest when when she went into a uh, we we had to put her in an Alzheimer's center and. Um, I would, there were a lot of things that I would like to do differently, but of course, you know, you can't go back and do things differently. I would say that, um, I did the best I could at the time, but, uh, my, I did not consider what I did to be successful, but after maybe a year of really forgiving myself uh, for all that, I saw the gifts of compassion that I could really show other people 
in that kind of circumstance and and in other circumstances so i i think that was a gift that i learned to uh actually be more compassionate and be more loving and for forgiving one of the things that i've seen about this thing that we're calling failure is that we are the ones that make up the rules for what we consider to be a failure and a success and and so if you take the whole idea of marriage as an example because you know i was talking about my previous marriage and some people would say oh well your your marriage ended well if the if the marriage ending after 15 years is called a failure yeah and then there are other people who maybe their partner died maybe their partner developed uh you know maybe their partner um went crazy and started killing people and wound up in prison and they found out that the person they thought they were wasn't them at all but they were together for 15 years so it's and then you know that person decided that they didn't want to be with that person again so the rules that we make up are the rules that we're living out of that we're calling failure so so we're making up failure and what that means and then when we say okay well i'm i'm really upset by this or when we say okay i'm I will never let that happen again. And that keeps us stuck in some way or another. We're allowing the rules that we've been the very ones to make mm-hmm. up mm-hmm. to be the one to create the rules that keep us stuck. So you're saying that that in a lot of cases, I mean, well, we do make up what is a failure and what isn't. It's 100% of the time. And, and that we don't really have to consider these instances that are painful usually in our lives that we've considered failures we don't have to dwell on that at all so i'm uh curious as to what uh, uh, something that you considered a failure what gift did you come away with so one of the things that i would consider to be a failure was not necessarily my first marriage or my first marriage to my first wife, but the way I handled the breakup and the divorce, I would absolutely call that a failure. I mean, monumental. I mean, (laughs) uh, there's, it's like, if you can do, if just think up whatever stupid stuff you can do. Uh, and I did all of that. And, as a result, um, I mean, as of the time we're doing this recording, I bet that it's been 10 years since I've spoken to my ex. And if she were five feet from me, she probably wouldn't say a word. <laughs> and I'm not saying that to say anything negative about her because it's probably deserved. Mm-hmm. And the gift that it gave me is that I learned to be softer with people. Mm. I learned to be less judgmental. I learned to be able to see other people's point of view. And I learned to see that the way other people were and are, 
are certainly as valid as the way I see them. And that was a big part of that. Mm-hmm. I also learned about, uh, I mean, I could go on and on, mm-hmm. but I learned about uh, anger as an example. Mm-hmm. That any anger that I might have held toward her was just based on what I had made up about what I would have liked to have happened that didn't work out the way I had made up that I wanted it to be like. Mm-hmm. So as you can see and hear, you know, again, we're talking about the rules that I and I'm, mm-hmm. you know, inside me, the rules that I had made up. Mm-hmm. And then when those rules don't get um, fulfilled or, or realized... That's when we start, you know, making decisions about how we're going to move forward from then on. So like in the case of relationships, when relationship doesn't work out, a lot of people, let's say that there's been an affair in a relationship. A lot of people will say, okay, I've been in such pain in relationship. I'm never going to let this happen to me again. I'm going to choose much wiser next time. Other people are going to say, same situation. I've been in so much pain about all this. I'm never going to let this happen. I'm never going to open my heart again. Mm-hmm. So it's really being willing to focus on, look at, and consider what could be a gift in the thing that we're calling failure. Yeah, yeah, I really like that um, because what what we don't, focus on is that gift and it's it's that we uh, a lot of us it holds us back from experiencing love when we just focus on uh, being you know well it didn't work out for me and I'm going to be on guard and I'm I'm not going to let anybody in my heart or or whatever self-talk I think that's what I see that holds a lot of us back <clears throat> is the self-talk that uh, we sometimes we don't even know that it's happening. But, you know, well, I was a failure at this and I was a failure at that. And, and uh, you know, you, I've heard people say um, maybe a third grade teacher told you that you couldn't sing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so you don't sing anymore ever. You know, you 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 really uh, well. I I can't sing. I I know that that's a ridiculous example, but it really is what happens a lot of times. We absorb these messages, you know, or like uh, when know. that's just somebody's opinion. Yes, and and like a parent might say, "Well, you'd better you'd better go into some trade and not go to college uh, because you just." you're not smart enough or or maybe it's the other way around you have to go to college you can't you know go to trade school or whatever learn a trade um when somebody pigeonholes you and you take that as a failure and you don't look at it like this was just somebody's opinion and maybe they were having a bad day who knows yeah <laughs> and i don't have to take that in yeah, and this whole thing about failure, and you know, I can't emphasize enough how it's totally made up, and how 
we're the ones that determine that. And, you know, I, I would just encourage people to not be afraid of looking at the situations that have happened in their lives and just seeing and, and maybe even asking the question, what is the gift in this that maybe I haven't seen before? Is there maybe a way you could share with people that might be helpful to them? Uh, the only thing I would say to that is that um, not to dwell on the past mm. uh, and dredge up. Uh, I was <laughs> uh, I was in a group the other day and, you, you know, is dredging up a lot of um, uh, things that had happened in their lives and it was really upsetting to them. And if you can... Uh, look at the whatever happened, you know, the, the what you're considering a failure without dredging up a lot of pain, um, then look for the gifts. But if not, you know, the gifts will come to you. It, it, will, it will seem when you ease around, when you put a lot of ease around this situation, whatever it is, you know, like you talked about softening. When you, when you soften around this and when it comes up in your mind, you just kind of soften around. Because there are a lot of things in my life, in my early life, that, you know, I'm not too proud of. You know, there are some things. And when I soften around all that, it, it, the gifts can come up. And I can see, oh, I can see how that, um, made me who I am and because I went through that or because I acted in that way. Do you think that in your case, you know, the things that maybe you weren't too proud of in certain parts of your life, do you think that once you were able to see the gifts that you found a whole different way of loving yourself or being kind to yourself? Yeah, it was like opening a different door rather than judgment. Um, it, it was like turning around and opening a door that was more freedom. And, you know, sometimes those thoughts come in that, oh, you shouldn't have done that when you were 20 or 25 or whatever. But then it's like, well, um, it did happen. And I can't go back. And what I can do now is be more loving with who I'm with in this present moment. I want to ask you one more question. And that is a question people listening to this may have is, do you think that there are always gifts in situations where we might have thought of ourselves or the situation as being a failure? I think there can be. I think... I think it's it's uh, difficult a lot of times to see when it's, uh, you know, a lot of people carry around abuse, um, sex, sexual abuse from a parent or, um, you know, a neighbor or whatever. I mean, that's just an example. But they carry around a lot of hurt and, uh, in, in many cases, self-judgment. And, you know, it, it, it's difficult for them to see oh, there's a gift in this, you know, that's, that's a big leap for some people, but it does happen. It does happen that, 
um, ultimately um, they can see, oh, okay, that was part of my life, and uh, I don't have to. I don't have to dwell on it. I don't have to relive it. I can be free of it. I think that people can actually create something that I've called in the past a choice point, where they can actually, once there's a little bit of awareness and consciousness about this, about the thing that people might be calling a failure in their life, I think that just simply by being willing to ask yourself, you know, is it possible that there could be a gift here that I haven't seen so far? And being willing to walk through that doorway like you're talking about. Because so many people allow themselves to get stuck in, this was so painful, I don't want to face it, I don't want to look at it, rather than, this was so painful, I want to find the gift so that I can move past it. Thanks for listening to the Love Made Easy podcast. If you have a question for us or you'd like to have a private conversation with one of us about how you can have more love in your life or how you can remove the blocks to creating more of anything you want in your life, just visit our website at suzyandotto.com and click on the link at the bottom of the website that says contact and then fill out the contact form there and let us know what question you have or that you'd like to have a no-charge conversation. On our website, we have a ton of free resources for you to explore. You'll find hundreds of free articles, videos, podcasts, and if you want to go deeper in our work, we have books, programs, courses, and you can also work with us one-on-one. It's all described on our website at suzyandotto.com. Again, thanks for listening to the Love Made Easy podcast. If you liked what you heard here, please recommend us to your friends, family, and coworkers, and we would totally love it if you'd leave a review, especially on Apple or iTunes, because your feedback and review is what will help others know that it's not only a good podcast and you've enjoyed it, but also it helps us be found in these podcast directories like Apple and iTunes. Thanks again for listening. Blessings and love to you. Susie and I look forward to talking with you again soon. Take care.